0: Hello, how you doing? Uh, Welcome to another episode of Lost Like Mike. I'm your host Mike Gonzalez. Um, Thank you for subscribing for sharing the episodes and for sending me messages at lostlakemike at gmail.com. I had an episode prepared today. Um, I have a bunch of notes on my dry erase board. I have this big like corkboard slash dry erase board in my office that I walk by. And... Um, Throughout the week, I'll write down random words uh, on the dry erase board of topics that I want to get into um, or things that happened to me during the week. Um, And um, so when I sit down here, I can look up at the board and say, oh, yeah, well. Then, have you ever thought of this, or, or or have you ever noticed that, or this happened to me, um, sort of, that's the idea of the show. And um, I record episodes on Sundays, I have a certain amount of time, I have a window, and if I don't hit the episode during that time, then I'm typically chasing my tail all week trying to find time to knock out an episode and it's usually a shorter one and um which is fine but I don't like doing it that way. But that means that I have to hit this window and I have to, to sit down and take the time to to record an episode. And sometimes there's hurdles. I mean like right now my family's home. Um we just had the windows in the front redone after my dog broke the, the window so i tried to start the episode a second ago and my dog sees a dog across the street and just starts to bark like crazy and I'm, ha- I'm trying to get out what's on my mind and get this episode started and and my family will open the door or the dog will bark or whatever's going on i mean life's just happening about 15 minutes before I was going to come in here and sit down and record this episode. Um, just taking care of, of random, you know, everyday things we're shopping at the shop at the, the supermarket or whatever. And my wife is, you know, multitasking and checking her social media feeds and, and, and pushing a, a cart and it says, she tells me that my friend passed away. Um, And so I don't really have like, um, I haven't had time to process it. And I, I initially said, I'm I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to figure out what I think and feel or whatever. And and maybe in a future episode, uh, bring it up. And then I say to myself, it's, it's on my mind. I can't, I can't talk about some of the things that are on this board (laughs) with a straight face when, um, when this is what's on my mind and, um, in all honesty, like, um, I think the reason why this this is it's it's impacted me in the way it is, is because I was pretty comfortable in my denial. I was fine thinking. Early on, I mean, my friend Frank, he he yeah. had cancer, and he was in remission, and then it was it came back, but then he had steps that he was taking uh, to beat it again. And by all accounts and by everything that I understood and, and he was winning the fight and everything was, and that's all I needed to hear. Um, I convinced myself that he was, uh, on track to getting better and and that was all there was to it. Um, so there's a bit of shock there there's a bit of like out of the blue um with in in a way that 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 somebody who's battling against cancer can be out of the blue um there's he, he had a lot of vitality to him he was very um Full of life and, and um, we played um, music together um, quite a while back. And he was very close to uh, my drummer, my cu- my old drummer, my cousin and um solid drummer himself and, and we would um but but i haven't played with him uh on stage i played with him 2 years ago but you think you think like you know, and as as in all things well you know we'll, we'll jam again we'll hang out and we'll jam you know um And it's sort of, that's the way we sort of approach these things where um, there's always the next um, opportunity. Um, So I think it's that that shock that is really kind of getting to me right now. Um, Obviously, my thoughts and prayers go out to his family, but I remember, yeah. Just didn't expect it. I didn't. um, Sometimes when people pass away, it feels like um, it doesn't feel real because they're, they're like the principal characters or like you see them as like, um, like there's just so much, like that's not how this voice, the story was supposed to end with this one. Like it just didn't make sense and it doesn't, it really, you know, And it puts all these other little things like in perspective, all of this, the trivialness of, of, of some of the things like, like my, my, my daughter was freaking out about this, this game. And, and I, um, they're these little avatars and one of them had a pacifier. Well, they put a pacifier in the one that was supposed to be my mouth and I I made a joke about get that pacifier out of my mouth and I, I flung it with my finger on this little touch screen and it threw the pacifier into this little toilet that was on the, in the room that we were in, in this, you know, Sims world or whatever we were in. And it flushed it and it was gone forever. Apparently it was like a very rare pacifier, and how stupid is that to even to even give a second thought to, much less have a dramatic event, you know, where she's mad at me, or um, it just seems. And I get it, you know, the the relativism of like you know, you're an eight-year-old's problems versus mine, but I'm just saying in the big picture, it just, it just seems awful. Well, bottom line is, I mean, at my, at my age, he was close to my age, you know, people pass away. It's just a tragedy. Um, It's, you know, it just is, you know, he had so much going on, and I think that's all we we can hope for is to have a good long life with a lot of opportunities to, to, to live it to its fullest. And I'm not saying he didn't live it to his fullest. He was, he really did. But... You know, it's the kind where um, you want to be able to say, you know, sit around in your old age talking about the the glory days or whatever, not, um, it's just sad when you lose somebody. Um, and um, so... I mean, we could talk about the silly things on my board, and I'll try to to, because there is a lot going on. It's it's been an interesting week, but um, I just had to to say out loud, just how awful I feel about. Um, About his passing, because I really think that you know, a lot of folks were rallying for him, myself included. I just took it for granted. The assumption was there that he was going to beat it; it wasn't even a question. And now, and now that he's passed, it just feels like. I don't know. It feels like like I have no grasp on 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 reality of, of things. Like if that could be true then then I don't know what's what. It just seems so unfair and abrupt. And I don't know how to feel about it, or how to rationalize it, but talk about it, to articulate it. But, um, I pray for his family, and I, um, I'm sorry that happened to you, Frank. Um. I'm glad the pain is over and I hope that you're in a better place. So my son is um, is graduating this week. Yep. And um, I try not to hear, but, you know, we talk about the relative issues and problems that are, and how it's not that big of a deal, but, so, he's graduating on a a Tuesday at 9 a.m., so I'm having to take off of work, at least going late or or whatever, you know, however you want to spell it. And he's he's graduating in like this super large, like um like just giant stadiums. It's, it's called the Alamo Dome here in San Antonio, it's ginormous, right? So I thought, great, like I I won't the 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 probability of seeing his mom's family or her or whoever she decides to bring or whatever. I could make it about my son, I can hide off in a corner, I can be like go go team and like congratulations and but then I found out that it's assigned seating. So I mean I get it, it's the absurdity is is there and I'm not tripping on it. I'm fine. But I told my son I do not I don't want to make this about me. I want it to be about him. I'm going to be there. Um, I am dreading it, though. It's going to be fun. We were talking the other night about about the way things are, are about to go for him. And it's really kind of on a larger, just a, <clears throat> everything's about the next thing, you know? He said that his last day of school, that it was sort of anticlimactic, that he was sort of walking around, like, um, kind of like the way you would uh, shutting down your business in the end of the night. You know, you're turning down the lights and and checking out boxes, you know, putting books away and talking to this person, to that person, making sure that your keys are turned in, that you're, you have no outstanding fees, whatever. And I told him that I, I remember there was this big scene at the end of, of um, the movie Grease, where it's like um, that's the way you picture the last day of school going right with a a big musical number and everybody's flipping biscuits. I don't, you know, and I'm I'm sure there's more contemporary, like Disney's High School Musical finale that we could, but I picture Greece, Okay, so you would picture like. Um, a big musical number and everybody's all chummy and it's heartfelt and you say goodbye and it's significant. Um, I remember on my last day of school uh, when I graduated high school, uh, they had this big Coke-sponsored event and so everybody had these free they were giving out Coke bottles for free, like plastic, what do you know, just Coke everywhere. And the kids were shaking the bottles and spraying each other with like Coke, right? And, and it kind of was a big spectacle, but I remember sneaking out, you know, shoving some Coke bottles in my backpack and then like running out and then like looking back and seeing all of this mayhem with Coke spraying everywhere and everybody's kind of running around and it's this big thing. And half of me was running away going, I didn't get any, I didn't get caught up in it. They didn't catch me with all that. And the other half of me was thinking, Dude, I really should, like, like, get in it and just have fun. But I didn't. I just, I lived about, you know, 200 yards from the school. Like, literally, like, the block, two blocks away, you know. So I just ran home and and, and did nothing. Anyway, but so he was saying how um, it just wasn't a big deal, like these these big significant moments in your life that you think are going to. Um, I think that it was something that I, I had a teacher in high school, and they said there's a reason for the pomp and circumstance, right? Which is what they refer to as like. The formality of having like a graduation with the significance of like walking across the stage and, and the, 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 the name calling out over loudspeakers and rounds of applause and, and the music and, and the, and all of that. It's to give credence to that event, to give importance to that, to that moment. the accomplishment of sticking to something for 12, 13 years is a big deal. Um, I, I think that's what haunts me or bugs me so much about my college experience. You know, I hyped myself up real bad. I mean, I even think about one of these episodes. I'm going to cap and gown it. I'm going to wear everything and put my cap and gown on. And I'm just going to. I'm not even going to say anything about it. I'm going to have it on with my stupid tassels. And whatever. And I'm going to introduce the show. and, And if you're watching it on YouTube. You'll be like. Is he wearing like a cap and gown? That old older man. And I won't even talk about it. I just. I bought it. I remember walking for for years at the university, and staring at, at the gift at the in in the bookstore gift shop, and seeing this mannequin wearing this this cap and gown. You know, passing by the tables when they when they would have the people doing the class rings and whatnot, and thinking. You know, keep your nose to the grindstone. Keep working hard. One day, one day, one day, one day. And I did that for two years at the at the community college and got my associates. But another two and a half, three years in the university. Man, every day. You know, and then COVID happens, and then I don't even get to wear it. I've often thought about petitioning the university to maybe, you know, do some like makeup walking across the stage. Class of 2020, every year it gets a little bit more far-fetched, but I I have a face mask that was given to me by my university, and it says... Pandemic graduate, 2020. Uh, how random is that? But anyway, so like I told my son, um, it's all about him. I want to make it about him. I want him to enjoy the graduation. If they're taking him out to lunch, I'll take him out to dinner. If they're taking him out to dinner, I'll take him out to lunch. Um, but... Um, And the prospect of, um, what is he going to do now? I mean, he's kind of sort of has his own little business going, but, um, I do want him to learn a trade. Um, I'd love for him to go to college, but you sort of see it on the writing on the wall, right? So he's very smart, highly intelligent, but he's never found that sort of Um, groove he reminds me a lot of myself I think it's going to take some time to like come into his own and then go back to school because he's always he has the capacity but um, you know he's still in that formative stage where he's just got a lot of messing up to do and um, yeah that's what that is um, but we're talking. He's like, "What? What's next?" You know, like I wanted to get him a shirt because I was trying to explain to him. It's like you have that "Run, rabbit, run" mentality um, from a Pink Floyd song. Dig that hole, forget the sun, and when at last your work is done. Don't sit down, it's time to dig another one. Um, the idea is that we that there's some part of us that lives life that way. Just chasing the next mountain to climb, the next thing to do. Uh, when we get done, we're not satisfied, we're not fulfilled, we have, we're chasing the next thing to do. Um, I guess in in the, in the perspective of things that we've talked about today it's sort of you know um, the question what gives that fulfillment of of life what gives that that sort of completeness of of work-life balance and where the the time of family matters and time of friends matter with loved ones and accomplishments and ambition what gives meaning to all that you know But anyway, um, for this week's humble moment, um, my, my daughter wrote a message on my dry erase board. I say that I'm reading all these messages, you know, that I leave for myself about topics that I like to talk about. And uh, I just noticed, and I've seen it throughout the week, but, you know, like when you see something so many times, you sort of dismiss it, and it's like, but she wrote a big note, it says, you smell like poop. And she drew a picture of, of a poop emoji with, like, flies around it and stink lines. yep that's what I look at every day. Um, so I' been I've been dealing with this other situation. so I was driving home from work. And I've been beating myself up for this, but there's really nothing I could do but just hear the story. I was driving home. And there's traffic, but there's, like, we're, we're all going about 40, 45 on the access road. After, uh, like, the feeder road, I don't know what you call it, the, the access road. The road next to the highway when you exit and you're, you know. And I'm heading towards my turn. Right? But we're on a pretty fast clip. And there's a driveway from... Um, a car dealership what it looks like um one of those dead driveways where they have like a a pole in a blocking that so all the cars are there in the in the uh no one's going to drive out of that uh, that uh, driveway so it's like a dormant driveway that leads to the access road okay as i'm going i notice um this giant, probably like a, about a foot, a foot size, uh, um, turtle. Making a beeline for the access road. Like maybe eight feet from the street, but making its way. Right? And I mean, they say turtles are slow, but this um, this guy was like, kind of really going. But even then, I'm like, oh, snap, that was that was a turtle. He's walking out, what is why is he walking out to the street, right? This is all happening very quickly. And I say, and it, you know, my mind's going really fast. And then I say, in my head, I need to pull over and I need to run and grab that turtle because that turtle's running it right out to the street. Okay. No shoulder on this access road. Right? And so I'm um, it's the thought process is like you're going 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 yards, and I'm trying to find anywhere to pull in or to park, and I would have to run that distance back. You, know, like you had to pull off, park, run that distance back, and there was nowhere to park. There was nowhere to, to get no shoulder, no area, and by the time there was one, it was a good 100 yards away. And then I'm thinking, dude, like, I'll never, I can't run. So how am I going to get to it before it gets hit? And then I start rationalizing and saying, certainly somebody spotted it before the, the, the driveway and just pulled into the driveway and helped it by now. And I thought about it. I started thinking all these different scenarios. And I, I I went to bed that day thinking, surely somebody helped it, you know? And, um, long story short, the next day I found out otherwise, right? But there's really nothing I could have done. I don't, I don't know. But I just keep beating myself up about it. It reminds me, there was this one, um, one time I was on, I was driving on the, um, on the other side of town, picking up my son. And this big dog was running like on this grassy hill next to the highway but like trying to, to like between this grassy hill that was the highway and then the highway was like on this hill. And then there was this at the bottom of the hill was the access road. And this dog was in between the highway and the, and the, the access road. If you could picture it. And in between the, in, in this grassy area, there was this big sort of boxer looking dog. And I thought, either the dog is going to go up the hill to the highway or down to the access road. Either way is a bad scenario for this animal. So I pulled over, and I was like, come here, puppy. Like, And up, I think there was another car that had the same idea, and they started making their way towards this animal. And they spooked it, and it ran into the highway, and I watched it get hit. I mean, just... But, I felt like I had to do something. But... In this instance, with the turtle, I couldn't... find a place to turn around, or to, to park... quick enough, and um... I've just been... That's all I've been able to think about, is this this dog. turtle (laughs) this turtle see because I'm still carrying that weight from that dog what a breakthrough so true yeah anyway um, it's been kind of a downer episode oh Understandably so. Do you think it's true that um, if you wear baseball caps, you go bald? Let me know. Write me a message. My wife says it's a myth, but... um, I have been avoiding wearing ball caps because I don't want to I don't want to go bald. Uh, I wanted to bring my wife on the podcast to make fun of her. I mean, I don't need to make fun of her, but it, it does it makes, you know, I do like feeding off of of Making at her expense. Um, I have this running thing with her that I don't want to sing at church. Um, I sing for a living. I want to sing in in with the you know as part of this worship you know event. I'm at church. Everybody's celebrating and singing. I I would like to sing, but. I have a hard time. I don't, I just doesn't come out. And I tell her because in my mind, I think of songs, I think of melody lines, right? And in in my mind, I think that people, if you said, all right, let's sing a song. And then I, I don't, I don't know this song from nothing, right? Um, or certainly don't know how this particular group sings this song. Uh, I'm trying to listen for the melody line, right? And in my mind's world, it's not the same way every time, right? And I'm always listening and I kind of, uh, I try to, it won't come out. I don't know what my problem is. And they have these giant teleprompters, these big screens with the words of the songs. She's like, the words are there, you know. And the, and everybody's singing. But sometimes you'll hear, like, somebody get ahead of the lyrics. They'll think that, or, like, it'll say a phrase, and then the next time it comes around, they'll add a little tail to it or something. And, you know. And so we were at church last week was it last week and on the screen it says it was like it was like thank you god no no how to go thank you god no jesus jesus right something like that like um love (laughs) i don't know love you god jesus jesus (laughs) something like that you know And then on the next time around, it said, thank you, God, Yahweh, Yahweh. Okay. That's the melody line. Those are the words. And um, my wife goes, thank you, God, Jesus, Jesus. Right. And then (laughs) it comes around again. And she says, she comes to me and she's all right. Thank you God. Yee-haw, yee <laughs> Um now Man, I wish she was here. Here's the truth, okay? Um I told her that it would be much funnier if she actually did it. Um she did catch herself The words pop up on the teleprompter. Thank you, and she got about to thank you, God, before she was gonna say, "Yeehaw, yeehaw." Well, when it said thank you, she 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 caught it, and then she leaned over real quick and she said, "Oh snap! I thought that said yeehaw, yeehaw," and I fell about the place laughing, and I said, "Oh my God! I I have to make fun of you now, on the podcast. Like it's I have to tell everybody." That is absolutely the greatest thing that you could possibly have done. But case closed, right? I mean, I don't think I can, you know, I don't want to sing the wrong words. Or, anyway. So every now and then I'll say, thank you, God. Yeehaw, yeehaw. Sarah, Buster chops about it, yeah, I think they went for a walk, because, you know, it's gotten quiet in the house, and they weren't, it's not that I was upset earlier with them, um, i really wanted to i just wanted to as with all episodes um i don't like to stop and start when when it shuts off on its own It makes me um no fault of anybody it's just ran out of memory but it's um symptomatic of a larger problem if i'm recording the episode it's really just a stream of consciousness that i don't want to overthink or or be calculated about or um go back and edit anything you know and i love it when my daughter pops in if she wants to come in and talk but you know when i when i'm in the middle of something um and and then it doesn't work out she doesn't end up wanting to come inside uh it just I couldn't get I couldn't get back to where I was at in mentally. So which I wouldn't have mind happening if she would have actually come in and and we chatted for a bit, but um or with the dog barking like crazy. Um I couldn't I couldn't get my mind back to where it was, you know, and that's why it was sort of a daunting thing to me. Um, okay. Well, um, please like, and subscribe and send me messages at lost like my at um at gmail.com. One last thing I was looking into it's hard because this is categorized as a hobby. Um anytime that you know you don't monetize something, that you do something out of a need or passion or um but it's it's not something that's that's that bears any fruit necessarily like you don't make I don't make any money off of the podcast. Um, by any stretch of the imagination, as a matter of fact, it costs me money to do the podcasts to host it and to send it out. Well, they have this new service. Uh, it's like a AI co-host, but I've been, I haven't really gotten to research it to the full extent, but it would cost a few additional dollars uh, per month. But the host would make suggestions for topics to talk about. It it would uh, do chapter notes and all of the the things that that uh, other podcasts have to you know further legitimize the podcast and even make uh, title suggestions for the episode. And I'm looking into it. Um, Generally, it would cost a little bit more per month, um, but I thought it might be interesting to have an AI co host that I don't, I can't even imagine what it would be like. Like, how are you doing today? I, I don't think it would be like actual a host, co host that would talk, but maybe like, um, you know, would send me messages or something. I don't know how it works. But I've been thinking about doing it. And so maybe send your thoughts in the comments or in the uh, email, what what you think about it. Um, And my wife was like, she said, she'll come back and hang out every now and then. And I said, well, since the one episode you did do, I brought it up periodically. Like, hey, you want to come back on? And every time it's, like, you know, it's, like, the biggest cold shoulder of, like, I have, like, to wash my hair or do my laundry or it's not you, it's me. Um, Excuses that I'm just, like, whatever. I'm just going to get a robot that makes title suggestions. All right. Anyway, y'all have a good week. And, um.